Welcome. If you're interested in building a business that allows you to have a lot of free time and make really good money so you can go do the things that you love with the people you love, you're going to want to watch this week's show. And we're going to really dig into some really core marketing concepts and some really core business building fundamentals if you want to build yourself out of the business, which means you're not trapped as a resource in your business. You are the controller of a resource, and that resource is an income-producing machine that operates without you. And that's the best way to approach business. Most people start out in business, and they build themselves into their business. And they start getting success. They start getting clients on board, and all of a sudden, they've got to do everything in the business, and they get burnt out. They get tired and they become a roadblock to growth. And that's no way to run a business. And your business should give you an amazing lifestyle. Well, that's what it's done for me. It's done, we've done that for many of our clients, and that's our philosophy, because life's about having some freedom to do the things that you love. And this week, I'm continuing a, a conversation with a gentleman that I know and love, uh, Steve Bobbs and welcome Steve. Hey welcome thank you Perry I'm happy to be here. Yep and we did some uh, good work in last week's podcast and if you haven't heard it it's really worth doing it because I pretty much guarantee that I <laughs> if Steve follows my advice I have accelerated his ability to create wealth and I have saved him uh, struggle and uh, hard work through sharing some real core marketing concepts with him about matching uh, yourself to what we call a high value, uh, high need uh, client. And, and we'll probably just touch base with that. Just, uh, But I urge you to go back and watch that last week's podcast because there's gems in it, if I must say so myself. But you would agree with that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I've read the transcripts and, um, yeah, just got even more out of it. Yes, right. Thanks. Yeah. So the core concept here that we're working with, first of all, as I said, is we're matching person to avatar. Now, I'm just going to sort of redress here for a second, Steve, and then I'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. Most people really aren't great marketers. And I have to say, I wasn't a great marketer when I started out. And in fact, I'd say I was a terrible marketer and I'm still learning and I'm, I'm still growing and uh, still evolving in, in that arena. Um, but uh, I have learned a thing or two because I have been in business for many, many years, uh, over, what is it now, 35 years. And uh, Steve, you know, I, I lost money. Or when I say lost money, I should say I left money on the table. Mm which is a loss because I didn't know what I taught you last week and we're going to cover off and again now. And the moment, I've got to tell you, the moment I applied what I shared with you last week and we're going to cover off on now, my entire business life changed immensely. Mm. And, and, and I've got to say, it's a secret what we're, we're working with in a sense of, you know, quite a few people teach it, but not a lot of people 
applied. And I, I want to say that I'm still exploring how you apply this to, to even deeper levels of relationship with, with the avatar. So for me, there's still more to learn here. Um, I'm going to have a level of learning about how you really connect with these avatars. So I'm just going to cover off for the audience and we'll get back into you and I having a conversation. So one of the reasons that I really wanted to work with Steve in, in this podcast is I've known Stephen for quite some time and I love what he does. Uh, uh, I love how he works. He's a coach. He's, he, he, he's a trainer, very good at what he does, naturally adept at it. He's got the teacher archetype. Um, he's got the seer archetype. You know, he's a, he's a wise person when it comes to working with people. Um, we both share a bit of an affinity for the Taoist tradition. That was some of my earliest learnings in the, in the Taoist martial arts. Uh, Qigong, um, a Taoist meditator for, for many, many years. And, of course, Steve Bobbs is a Qigong practitioner. And uh, we've got that resonating thing happening. <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> But he is really, even though he's been running his own business, he's always been working for others. He, he does contract work with uh, the health department and, and he's worked with different corporate bodies over a period of time and government bodies and business bodies. He's now really stepping out of his comfort zone and he's going to build his next evolution of business and it's bigger than it's been before, and there's more on the line. And, and, and I just knew, this is got nothing against Steve, but I just knew I had to work with him for his sake. <laughs> um, but and you'll see why in a second. Um, and because he's starting out, I, I just knew if I could share what I know with him and stop him making the expensive mistakes that he was going to make, and I, he, he was going to make them, I'll tell you why in a second, um, but that would be really educational for everybody listening. Versus working with uh, in a podcast with clients that have already sort of built themselves out of the business, which I, I do a bit of, um, or, or got to the point where they're at what we call the conductor stage, which means they don't work in their business, they work on it. And basically they're the conductor uh, allocating the resources that do the work. Resources are capital, IP, ideas, people. Um, and I wasn't being mean when I said that, look, I, I wanted to stop <laughs> the expensive mistakes that Steve would make uh, without this, this type of advice. It's not because he's a dummy, because he's the opposite of a dummy. He's a highly intelligent human being. But he, yeah, he, doesn't have, he, he doesn't have the expertise, uh, the hard-won expertise in business that I have and he'll be approaching it from what we call the technician or practitioner mindset, which is the mindset that everyone who hasn't come from a very, very generationally well family will bring to growing a business. And that basically starts with this. Well, I'm going to do it all. Right? I don't have much money, so I'm going to do it all. And I'm going to tell everyone what I do. Well, when people tell everyone what they do, they're usually missing the mark. This brings us to the first point. Mm. So last week I said to, to Steve that he needed to, and we'll move through this quickly, Steve, because if people really want to dig deep into this, they can go into listen to last week's podcast. But mm. 
you know, there's, there's millions of marketplaces out there. When we talk about marketplaces, there are all these different niches. So let's just take two, like your Qigong practice, and you do a lot of mediation work as well, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's a Qigong practitioner. He's a, he does mediation work. Um, and we talked about getting this one avatar. And when you have one avatar, you can really hone in on that avatar's problems and aspirations. And what most beginning business owners don't do is define one avatar. They think, oh, well, I'll service these three or four different avatars. Now, by the way, avatars are your ideal client. Uh, you can consider it a niche as well. There are other words that you could use for it. A niche is what that avatar is working in. Now, just to show you how this works, you can see that, well, you've got, you've got skills that you can apply to all sorts of people and all sorts of, you, you could help someone identify their purpose, can't you, Steve? Yep, yep. Right, you can teach them to Qigong practices to um, aid their health and give them more energy and clarity, can't you? Yep, yep. Right, you, you can go and run a, a, a workshop between um, a CEO and their, their leadership team and, and help them uh, work through their communication kinks, can't you? Yep. Right, you get that? Like that's a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I love, and I love doing all of those things as well. And yeah, yeah, right, we did. So, so this is the first problem. So because he loves doing all these things, this is not just Steve. This is anyone like Steve that's come from, I love what I do, so I'm going to tell the world all the things I do. Okay, big problem. Mm -hmm. Because if you start telling the world all the things you do, you don't look like an expert. Okay, now just to show you how this works, you've got cancer. And uh, you go to a website, and let's just say you're going to go to a natural therapies website. You're going to go to your, your, through the, the conventional um, uh, uh, health resources. You're going to go to, you're going to go and find the top cancer specialist. Would you find the top cancer specialist in the conventional system? Steve? Would I? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And would you go down the natural path as well alongside that? Yes, yep. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm more likely for my bent to be more going down the natural path, but I would, you know, if you're, you know, diagnosed as something terminal, you're going to find all avenues, aren't you? Correct. Okay. So we'll just go that. We'll just imagine now you're looking for a natural health specialist to help you with whatever your cancer is. Now, because you've got cancer, you have a high need. Can you see that? Mm. Right? It's not a low need. If you've got a cold, do you have a high need or a low need to get that result? Yeah, low need, yeah. Low need. So what we know is that low need uh, tends towards price shopping. Uh, a, we'll muck around with this for a bit. Can you see that? Yep. yep. Right? right. So low needs, we go price shopping. If you've got cancer and your cancer specialist is uh, twice the price of, of, of someone that doesn't have the credentials and the experience and expertise, we still pay twice as much. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So just this is really important for you to understand. Do you see that? Yep. Okay. So we had a little glitch there. We're back working together. And so we were basically saying that, well, we'll run through it again. If you've got cancer and the specialist, super special with really good reputation was twice as much as the next person you were inspecting, would you pay twice as much for the specialist? Absolutely. Yes. Great. That again is because 
there's a high need. Coming back to what you said before, I want you to imagine going and seeing a natural health practitioner's website in your investigation for a cancer specialist from a natural therapies bent. And imagine on their website, they said, we treat candida, we treat arthritis, we also treat um, uh, uh, digestive issues and we treat uh, lung problems and basically we can treat everything and uh, we also treat cancer. How, how, does that, how does that person look to you? Um, yeah, a bit of a generalist, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's an old dog. Oh, that's an old dog. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, it's an old dog, I can tell you. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that, they said like a generalist. Is that what you said? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And they probably believe in, in what they've done and there's a good chance that you know, what they have does work on all these things. But if I'm really looking, honing in to, to, to sort out my problem, I'm, I'm probably going to – I might, I might put them to one side to come back to them later, but – it's not going to be my first, my first stop. C correct. Now, if you went to a website with a, a natural therapist that just communicated about cancer mm. and they were, they're a specialist in cancer and all their articles and all their blogs were about cancer and mm. all their testimonials were about cancer, what, what would happen to you? I'd, I'd be phoning them and emailing them. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's have a look at something because we'll bring this back to you. Mm. You know that generalist uh, wellness practitioner that we talked about? Yep. Right? <laughs> They're like you. They didn't want to specialize because they like to do all sorts of things. Yep. Can you see this here? I do. And this part of me is squirming as you talk about it. I know because <laughs> there's an unconscious sabotage that doesn't want to um, – define and lock self down but I'm going to help you with this because I don't want you to lock yourself down mm. okay so I am going to keep working with this but I'm going to show you a, a way that you can do everything that you want to do mm -hmm. right <laughs> everything that you like doing and want to do without ruining your marketing which is what you're going to do which is why that squeamishness in your gut that says don't lock into one thing that's right, right. will sabotage you as a business person quicker than yep. anything else. And the truth is, it, it's you know, seven, about seven, hang on, about eight years ago, I was in the same boat, you know, attempting my, you know, to be in my own business. And I did personal training, I did qigong, I did coaching, I did, I taught uh, movement to dance students, and um, it was a big struggle, and it was burnout. Of course, mm. right. Good. That's right. So we don't want that for you. And I, I want to show you how you're going to get high paying clients and you get to do whatever you want with them. Okay. Is that good? Right. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay. So by the way, just to show you something again, if you went to that, the, the cancer specialist blog and it's all, all that content is about cancer and their natural approach to healing cancer. How much of that content are you going to consume? All of it. All of it. Yeah. Okay. So because a person specialized into one problem that's high need, um, and again, high needs means people will pay more, 
And then, because they're only communicating about cancer and all the testimony and all their articles about cancer, they, they move through the know, like, and trust you phase really quickly. Yep. Okay. When they come to the website and you're talking about you offer this jiggle and you offer that to make them fit and you, you offer them this thing and you offer them that thing, mm. what happens is there's no clear cut solution to their problem. There's no clear path of thinking from problem resolution. From problem resolution. Get it? Yeah. So from problem to resolution must be simplified in the prospect's mind. Yeah. Okay. Now that only happens when you talk about their problem and their only problem and show you show them that you have uh, an answer to that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And now you only do that when you pick one problem. If your yep. website points to 10 problems, right? <laughs> you get me? You're confusing yep. everybody. Mm. You're not looking at, you're looking like a generalist, not a specialist. Mm. Right. Okay. So you can't position yourself as a leader. So we talked last time uh, again, well, you can have core offerings. So we talked about say female executives, right? Female executives. They could be a, Mm. a, 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 who experienced a lot of stress. Yep. Okay. Or business owners who Mm -hmm. experience lots of stress. Right. Now we talk about, well, why are they high need? If you're a corporate woman who is, you know, 45, 50, you're going through an archetypal change where you're going through menopause, your kids are leaving home, um, you've worked hard, you're, you're probably not feeling that great as you go through menopause. You've got a lot of pressure and stress. Um, and then their work starts to um, deteriorate. Their, their, their working ability starts to deteriorate. They get moody. How important is someone like you to, to a corporate woman in that situation? Uh, lifesaver, really. Lifesaver, okay. Yeah. Now, they've got the money because in helping them deal with their stress, we haven't named that yet, but stress is something they're dealing with, right? Stress is, is a sense, these internal stresses. So the internal stress, which is the problem, is causing them to underperform in many areas, and that will upset them because corporate women are A, achievers and want to do well, right? Get me? Yep. So they're willing to pay to have the problem solved. And we could go to business as well. And mm. you could go to business people, which is what you communicated about last time. Now, what's the downside of stress for them? Uh, money. You know, not, money. Not, yeah, not making money. Wax them, they make poor decisions. Yeah. Right? Wax them financially. Mm. So right away, you've got two high need um, uh, uh, avatars, niches there that need your services that are willing to pay for it. Now, just, just so everyone can, can, can begin to understand this, right? right? You think about, I, I started off reading people. So I have a, as Steve knows, I have the ability someone sits in front of me in about three seconds I know how they operate and so um, uh, this applies to what we're going to work with Steve like for for, uh, for about six months I use that skill set at one stage of my life with sort of what we call them just you know mums and hippies and mm-hmm. all, all these sort of just general types of people uh, mm-hmm. who I loved by the way mm. Um, but I suddenly worked out that my skill set's more important to 
entrepreneurs because I help them see their blocks, their psychological blocks of building a business within two seconds. So, so you know, like you, I can take my skill set to the mums and dads and the hippies and the lefties and liberals, you know, liberal thinkers of the world because liberal thinkers tend towards Qigong and meditation and things that you and I might be into. Mm-hmm. That's not the liberal party people. That's liberal thinkers versus yep. conservative thinkers, right? Um, and so automatically by shifting, I did the same thing, right? <laughs> I just wore better clothes and got a, and, and my haircuts got shorter. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got paid lots more by taking this thing just to uh, a marketplace that would, uh, what would you call it? Uh, appreciate it and have the ability to um, pay for it. Mm. Okay. The next thing, so that's all you, we got through that last week and you're all on top of that, aren't you? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I want, I want to deal with something for you because you don't, you don't want to do the one thing, do you? No, I feel, feel caged, trapped. Yeah. You feel caged and trapped. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So does the concept of, of just working within one niche, one avatar, the business person or the corporate woman, does that what, is that what's upset or, or makes you feel boxed? Or is it just this sense that I just do this one thing? It's, uh, uh, well, I enjoy one-on-one coaching. I enjoy teaching workshops. And this thing of staff mediation or facilitated conversations has come my way and I'm enjoying doing those sorts of things. And I guess even though I can see the, I can see the reasoning through this and I can see that this is just, you know, peripheral sabotage. Um, it's, it's, it's almost telling me that, you know, you're going to miss out. That's what's coming up. You're going to miss out if you just focus on one thing. I'm smiling. That's what everyone thinks. So what would you miss out on? <laughs> um, probably miss out on a lot of busyness, but you know, if I'm realistic. Yeah, you would miss out on a lot of business. You'll, you'll, you'll miss out on, uh, uh, <laughs> you'll have more money focusing on the one thing, but so you'll miss out on the money if you, if you go down that approach, but I'll show you something. This is where mm. I want to go. Cause there's this, a strategy here. I'll show you something. So instead of on your website saying I do staff mediation, I do this and I do that, I do this. Mm. If stress is, and I'm not saying it is, right, but I'll show you how this works. Mm. Let's go to a business owner. A business owner, um, well, there's two, two important things to say here. Because uh, I can't help myself. So stress is at epidemic proportions in business as it is in the corporate world okay mm. so but at, at this point there's probably not a lot of people really doing what they could to address that as a marketplace mm. okay? does that make sense yeah and just just as, as you're saying that when i look at what the, why i'm being called in to do staff mediation is because it's causing everybody stress of course, this is what you'll see. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You'll see. You'll see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Because okay? I want you doing all the very things you do, but mm. it's all about how it gets packaged. Yeah. And if you go on your website saying you do mediation, you do chugung, you do all this, you, you won't get the outcome you could that you're going to get if you streamline one message 
and build packages off the back of it. So just bear with me. Cool. The, if we take stress, as I said, it's running epidemic proportions. Everyone knows it undermines productivity, undermines decision-making. Mm. Now, from a marketing perspective, it, it's easy to wrap a really good message around that, like mm. increase your productivity, make better decisions by decreasing your stress, right? Mm. But the, yeah. There's all marketing messages around that. But there, here's the next thing. People like myself and people, there are a whole bunch of people that do B2B business, so accountants, um, uh, uh, bookkeeping, uh, software suppliers, right? Mm. Now, someone like you, if you package it up properly, they will promote you to the data, their databases. Because mm -hmm. does this make sense to you? Yeah. They will promote you to their databases. How are you feeling right now? Uh, something shifted. I'm feeling kind of excited again. Yeah, great. Okay, they'll promote you to their databases. Why? Because the accountants want their clients performing and you're not competition to them. Mm. You aid them in helping their clients. Okay, mm. so if, as an example, I put you in front of my clients because great, they need to learn. I don't want, I'm constantly telling my clients, calm down. Stop being so emotionally reactive. Learn to meditate, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I explain to them what happens in the brain when uh, stress happens. Mm. They go into beta brainwave states. Log logic gets undermined. There's all the science there. Mm. You don't get access to your, your gut instincts. You're mm. so stressed. Okay? Mm. So it undermines business. So with this package properly, you'll get people promoting you. And you might give them a percentage of sale, right? But mm. here's the amazing thing about that. You don't pay for marketing when you, get a, when you only pay what we call an alliance partner or a JV partner on a sale. Right? You only pay when the money comes in. So from a cash flow perspective, it's a no-brainer. Now, I'm going to work quickly here because I, I want to bring something to you. Uh, I want to take out a key concern you have. So, you know, you might, you know, you, you, you'll, let's just say it is this because this, this makes sense. Here you are. You're, you, you work with business owners to decrease their stress because that means they're going to make more profit. They're going to be more strategic, think better. They're going to have better relationships with their staff. They're going to have better health. I could go on with this list of benefits, mm. right? For decreasing stress for a business owner. So if I can go on with a whole list of benefits, that means, oh, ooh, we've got something that we can market here, okay? Mm. And you, you get positioned, all your blogs, all your contents written about what happens when you're too stressed and what happens when you're not stressed. Um, you know, downsides of one and the super benefits of the other and you teach them about the brain, you teach, teach them about adre the adrenals, blah, 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 and all your content and blogs. But you, you get known and you build the profile as, a, as a, the business owner's stress buster specialist, you know, as an example, as yep. the expert, right? Yep. Um, uh, now, in reality, you don't have to tell them everything that you do. Right, because there's a funnel involved. Now, I don't know what it is you tell them to do. Okay, now this is really important. So, in a funnel, it's easy for people to relate to. If I see a website, it's not going to apply to me too much, but most business owners, if they see a website about business owners' stress, 
their reticular activated system will be drawn to it mm-hmm. and you're going to have an offer to bring them further into the funnel to sign up to your database so you can communicate with them via email or get them to like your Facebook and follow you on Facebook and so you can target them with content to build the, the relationship. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. Um, but what you mightn't do, so I don't know the answer here, so here but I said what you mightn't do, you mightn't say that you're a taboo specialist. You mm. mightn't say that you're a mediation specialist. You mightn't mm. say any of those things. You might come up with some uh, propri- proprietary sounding a uh, bit of, of, of <laughs> a transformational technology that gets them interested in you. Does this mm-hmm. make sense? Yep. Right. Um, now I'm going to bring this to me for a second because I, mm-hmm. I, I want to use this as an example. So, you know, out there in the marketplace, we have Facebook advertisements about uh, stressed out business owners who are, are trapped in their business. Yeah. Okay. And we build emotional stories around that. And so from that, people apply and come and watch a, a masterclass with me. Mm-hmm. Well, it just runs, it's evergreen. It just runs on its own. Yeah. So when, when I'm asleep, there's people in Norway watching it. <laughs> and then in the morning, I'll wake up and I'll, we'll have strategy calls booked by people that watch the masterclass and then I'll book a strategy call. Okay. Does nice. that make sense? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right. So in that strategy call, the masterclass sort of ex- explains how we help people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, can, you, can, yep. can you hear the people singing in the background of me? No, I can't. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the, the, there's a fluidity with this one message. You're trapped in your business. And you're in the hamster wheel of business, and here's how you get off the hamster wheel. They watch the masterclass. That masterclass shows we know what we're talking about when it comes to building people out of their business. They book the strategy call. I spend some time with them, and when I spend some time with them, they know they like me, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I don't even think of that from an egoic perspective. I, I know I really care about my clients, so they turn up. I'm personable. I have fun with them. We have mm-hmm. a joke. I'm never trying to sell to them. Just to help them understand their problems and help them understand how to solve their problems and I genuinely care. So through that, we get clients, right? Does that make sense? Yep. Right. But what I'm trying to do is explain them the mechanism there. This is, it's a similar thing. You don't have to talk about Qigong. You may, but you mightn't have to. Yep. You, you can talk about that at a, at a deeper stage of the funnel because if you bring it in too early, I can promise you, you'll be in trouble, right? Mm. You might leave with Jagung straight up, but you probably wouldn't, okay? Because with the business market, that would be too freaky for them at this stage. Yep. yep. Okay. Here's stress. Uh, uh, here's your stress. Here's, here's all the problems that cause you. Here's the benefits of not being stressed. Um, uh, come and work with me because I'm, I'm a Jagung teacher and I'm going to help you de-stress. Now, by the way, I'm not off that, so I'm not saying no, don't do that, but there are dangers in that. It's too, it's too fringe. Too fringe. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Funny, I'm just laughing because I'm as fringe as they come, but it's like <laughs> I work yeah. in a very, very straight world, okay? Um, so, 
so it's too fringe. So um, this is why I, I don't know what it is yet, and it's not the mediation either. Right? Mm. It's just not the mediation because you want to get in front of the decision maker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the decision maker, once they get in front of you because you do this, whatever that thing is, it solves their problems, right? Once mm. you've built that relationship and they know you and trust you through that first thing, then yeah. you can sell them into your Qigong training. Mm. Okay? Does this make sense? Yeah. So as an example, your first session with them could be free. You might do a similar thing to me. They've got a masterclass. But after that, this is probably where I'd be looking at that at this point. This yeah. means you're still using your time resource. So there's issues and challenges with that. But it, 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 there's still some benefits in this. Mm. If the first point of call was something to do with a, a free session to help them uncover and deal with their stresses, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can promise that in this first session you'll get this. Okay, does this yeah. make sense? Yep, yep. All right. Well, that's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? They're going to turn up to that. Absolutely. And I know you. You're like me with your people uh, skills. You, you can get them feeling safe and they're going to explore things. Once people explore things in front of you because you are non-judgmental and create a safe space for people, how do they feel about you? Oh, they they want they want to they want more Stevo. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, mm. so they want more Stevo. That's yeah. They want mm. more Stevo. Mm. That's one of the things. If you walk around and and uh, you know, and just for those people that don't know, and most of you won't, Steve's been trained by us in, in in some of the methodologies he might use with clients. Now, when you're like Steve and you're like me, and you don't judge people, and you don't judge people because you've awakened to your heart and you no longer run I'm better than other people or worse than other people games. Mm. Uh, everyone picks up on that and they know they can tell you their deepest wounds, problems, and you'll only be there really caring for them and in love without trying to save them. And that creates uh, a sense for them where they want to be around that because the rest of the world, <laughs> they can't do that because they just get smashed. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right so yeah. so you use that okay and then in behind you would have your packages yeah and in your packages you could have your qigong course you can have your meditation course you you might derive that there's organizational stress that needs to be sorted out with the team so all of a sudden you're now looking at five different income packages, some that should be set up to run without you so that that's passive income. Yep. Okay? And you get to do whatever you like to do. <laughs> now, can you now see that what you like to do and how you market are two different things? Yes. But when, you are, when approached wisely, you get to play with both properly. Mm. So everything I've said here today will speed up client acquisition because you're creating a real clear-cut message about what, who, your, who your avatar is, their problems and aspirations, and how you are the perfect person to help solve those problems, help them reach their aspirations. And you give them a taste of you with the most... Uh, attractive product, which actually happens to be Steve spending some time with the business owner or the CEO, 
-hmm. And then in behind that, after you've created all that clarity, you now become the guide of where they because they trust you and you're going to do the best for them. You're going to put them into the thing that you'd love to create and like to do, mm. but it serves them and you haven't diluted your marketing message. Now, this is completely different to what practitioners do. Most practitioners do what you wanted to do, which is go, <laughs> <laughs> I do the shamanistic workshop. We do the drumming workshop. We do this and do that. That's all how we <laughs> Now, can you see that doesn't work? Right? Yes. But, but then if you put that in the back, after all of that, all of the marketing you just talked about, you know, you could have the drumming workshop, you know, as, as, one, of, as one of the things that you offer. But after, after, the, after, after the initial um, trust that's been built. After the initial trust has been built. Mm. Correct. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I really want you to get this. This is a big takeaway I wanted to get from you today, for you today. Mm. Because mm. I, I don't, you, you can do whatever you like, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just laughing at the moment because I'll tell you something. So, so it applies to this. So many years ago, I used to work with uh, many of the entrepreneurs on what's called Millionaire Row on the Gold Coast, mm -hmm. um, Hedges Ave. And they all came to, to work with me for their businesses, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the upfront of my business, uh, as it is today, is very uh, tra traditional in some sense. Um, it's not out there. Same as it was back then. I, I probably delivered more fringe workshops back then. But uh, that, that's never been the upfront of my business. And so I'd have these business people come and work with me in um, uh, business trainings and business programs. And I'd be working with their team and staff and we'd get their businesses working better than they were and they're already working really well this is this is uh, the the multi the multi-millionaires on hedges row they're smart business people anyway um mm -hmm. but they'd use me to improve what they were doing and obviously they were getting results and because of my ability to see where their blocks were and their team leaders blocks were um over time all these straighty 180s as we like to call them just built real trust with me. And so when I started to take them into more of our, our transformational workshops, which were more shamanistic in those parts, where we were really uh, getting them into what we call, I don't, you, know, you know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about those, those deep unconscious states. So the unconscious would reveal itself through uh, metaphors mm. um, uh, and, and, and the deep processing of emotions that had been locked down and stuck in the body for ages. They turned up to that, Steve. Real straighty 180s. So mm -hmm. the reason I'm sharing that with you is that by following the path that, that aligns with that high need, high value avatar and meeting them where they're at and not being too out there at that point, mm -hmm. once the trust is built, now we know it's not out there, by the way. And this is important to those that are yeah. listening. Yeah. We know it's not out there. We've lived and worked in those worlds for years. Mm -hmm. um, um, but by not displaying it up front and, and do, meeting them where they are and meeting their needs and working on that more practical, logical level and showing them what, that you know what, what they need, getting them to meditation, which is now mainstream, as you know. Um, yep. Once they see the results, <laughs> they're up at the drumming workshop. And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, again, the reason this is important is you can see how that really works for you. 
right? Because mm. you actually, you're actually, you'll become a mystery to them. You become a bit of a guru to them because you know a world that they don't, but you don't take that world to them straight up or they're not going to join, right? You're yeah. not, you're, I'll just use the word hippies. Now, heaps of my friends are hippies, okay? So this is not a negative statement. But, you know, if you go to the hippie world, you typically have uh, low need, right? Low yeah. money. They enjoy coming to drumming workshops. That's right. They, en they enjoy doing Qigong, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, but they won't have the same kind of funds to pay you as, as, as this being carefully packaged up to solve high need, uh, um, high need, high value for the solution and then drawing them into this world that they find intriguing, right? Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't show it up front, but once they get to see you and know you, they, they can sense you've got something going on that they don't. Mm. Um, do you have any questions around that? I'm just aware of time. Um, I actually want to do some more work with you in a podcast over the next little while because I think this will, will be interesting because I think this, you'll go away and, and think about what I've said. You're going to come back. You'll make a plan. You'll come back and there's probably some other things I can bring to you. Once you've yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the questions I was going to ask is probably you know another another chapter really, but it's it's essentially how much to give on your website, how much to give in your webinars, um, you know, and how much are you keeping? You know, how how many how many cards are you showing? I guess you know. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, this day, the, this day, the answer is different to the to the. Old days. In the old days, you only gave them a little bit. Yeah. You got them, got them excited. That doesn't work anymore because everyone gives stuff away for free. That's right. Right. Um, um, and I'm being really rough in this answer because that's something that deserves probably 15 to 20 minutes of thinking, but I, I think I'm probably still on it with this answer. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, 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 the answer is it depends but there, there'd be some criteria and I'm being a bit slow here because it's not something, as I said, that I've put lots of thought into. I do know because I, I, have, mm. I do this. So this is, I'm now trying to work from my unconscious backwards. Like I do yeah. something now I'm trying to break it down to, well, why do I do that? Okay. Yeah. So as an example, um, in this day and age, you have to give good quality content, which means yeah. you can't yeah. do what we used to do in the old days. Okay. Yeah. You actually have to prove, you know what you're talking about mm. now. Um, so as an example, our masterclass tells you how to build yourself out of a business. It actually gives you really good information right down to how to recruit high performers who are as trustworthy with your business as you are. Okay? Yep. So it yep. teaches them that. H however, if they try to do that on their own, they're going to struggle. Mm -hmm. But we tell them how to do it. Mm -hmm. so, so in that case, we tell them everything that they need to do and they're going, oh, wow, they haven't thought about that before. Well, that makes sense. Oh, my God, there you go. Wow. Um, but they, they have to come to us for the fine-tuning of that implementation to the, for the support of that implementation. Yep. That makes sense? Yep. Um, so when they've got to come to you for the fine-tuning or for the fine details, then you sell them on what you do by giving them good quality content, but always reminding them 
that they're not going to be able to do this on their own, not as easy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's when you use good content, but you're you're also providing a compelling argument for why it might be good for them to go further with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, the, this is a very good way of selling um, because I also find it ethical. Because, you know, so if I just bring it back to, to we'll, we'll give really good content and tell them how to do it. And ethically, I know that if they come and work with us, that's me and my team, it's going to happen 10 times as fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to save them so much. So, so that means I'm really passionate when I'm, I'm putting together the, this content. The masterclass, which is a fancy name now for the webinar. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so they can feel I'm really giving, which I am. I'm a giving person. Give, 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 give. I want you to really understand. I really want you to understand this. And for those of you who don't want to go further, great. I'm glad I've helped you. And for those that really want to do this, you, you're going to have to give us a call because this is what we are expert at. And if you don't, this is what you'll suffer in trying to implement it on your own. Right? Does that yep. make sense? Yeah. Okay, uh, we will do this again if you're up to that. You want to? Absolutely, I'm loving this. Yep. Yeah, okay, so we'll probably give it like three weeks. Um, well, cool. a couple of weeks, you get through this next stage, think about what I've brought to you today and sort of get clear about what you're going to do and then we'll do it again and see what else we can bring to you. Yep, some um, great content. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really thank you for today. That was fantastic. I enjoyed working with you as usual. Um, we had a few glitches technically today. Um, I had knocks at the door before. Right? Oh, <laughs> I right. couldn't, and it's like I could feel. I can't, I'm not leaving this. But I could feel the knock at the door. That was pulling my attention. You had singers pulling your attention. Old dogs. Uh, <laughs> microphone's not working properly. But anyway, we're here. So, uh, yeah. For those watching and listening, I hope you got a lot from today. This is really important. This is when we engage our entrepreneurial thinking to building businesses. Entrepreneurial thinking is one of the most important things you can do as a business person. And for the most part, we're not taught it. We're taught in schooling systems that teach us to be workers, resources, um, because we're trade, trying to uh, trade time for money in all our schooling systems from, from the, when you start at three in the kindergartens right through to you go to university. No one's training people to be entrepreneurs, and that's just devastating. Because the thinking unconsciously that we're trained in when we come through the schooling systems sets us up to be bad, bad business people, right? You can probably even see today with some of the things that I'm, I'm talking to you about, Steve. Mm. You're not naturally going to think about them because of what, who you've been conditioned by in your education yeah. system, in, in, in the people you're around. That's why getting together as entrepreneurs is vitally important. Okay. For those that are watching, if you're not already, join us in uh, Inner Circle Facebook group. Go to um, the website. You'll see perrymartin.com or martininternational.com. You'll see a link there. Um, uh, if you want to book a strategy session with us and we get in and look at what's blocking you in your business, that's free. Um, check out our blogs and other podcasts. And uh, don't be shy. We don't bite. If you've got a problem <laughs> or challenge, email us, messenger message us on messenger we're here to help and uh so send any questions through thanks everyone and thanks steve thank you perry see ya see ya